Hey, what's up guys? Thank you for joining me for another video. Today we're talking about um, habits and how important habits are to your overall happiness in life and contentment in life and productivity in life and your relationships and everything else. And um, I'm reading several different magazines and uh, books and uh, studying, you know, habits. And really we are creatures of habits. Um, for good and for bad. Sometimes this works in our advantage. You know, psychologists call uh, our, our connecting habits together chunking habits. And so when you think about like your morning routine, if you had to break apart everything you do to get from bed to get to work, you know, if you had to think through all of those steps every day, it could be a little overwhelming if you had to decide, you know, well, where, how am I going to brush my teeth? And do I have a toothbrush and where do I keep the toothpaste and and uh, where's the coffee and how do I make coffee and how much water goes in the pot and and where are my keys and and so we we are creatures of habit that just kind of like fall into routines and those those habits when they're done well can consistently work in our life to help us in life but sometimes we can fall into negative habits negative patterns that can keep us locked in and stuck so that we can't break free and move forward. So we want to investigate our habits, look at our habits, break them apart and say, you know, are, are we doing things just because they're routine or are we doing what's most productive and what's, mo what's most useful in our life and to make us successful and to make us productive and to make our relationships healthy. And maybe if we could think in terms of you know, there should be keystone habits. There should be keystone habits in our life that, that, we, that are non-negotiable. Like we, we, we make a habit to be healthy. We make a habit to be uh, in harmony with other people. We make a habit, you know, to, um, to stay connected to God and stay connected in our spiritual lives. And when we have those keystone habits, then those in a sense will start to uh, determine what all of our individual habits would be. For example, if you made a keystone habit that you're always going to live within your financial means, that you're not going to, you know, live beyond your means, well, then it's going to establish a lot of other habits that are going to have to be established in your life to support that one keystone habit. How you use credit cards and how you, um, you know, the way you buy groceries and whether or not it's time to go shopping for clothes or not, whether you get that new car or that used car, well, all, all of those activities and behaviors and decisions will all be uh, held against that one keystone habit of being frugal with your, with your money. Now, something I thought was interesting in one of the articles I read about habits was uh, uh, they quoted Jerry Seinfeld as saying, you know, there is the tonight guy and there is the tomorrow guy. And uh, the tonight guy lives in our heads and tomorrow guy lives in our heads. And I thought that was a really helpful way of like, of, uh, of thinking about, you know, why we do what we do and whether what we do is the right thing or not. So tonight guy, you know, is the guy that says, I want dessert. So I want it and it's tonight, so I'm going to eat it. But then see, tomorrow guy has to live with whatever you ate, okay? So you guys that drink, you know, tonight guy says go out with your friends, have a good time, relax, drink, and then tomorrow guy has to wake up with a hangover, 
and has to endure the the suffering that tonight guy you know didn't think about or didn't care about when you think about spending money tonight guy wants to go out and and use the credit card to buy you know a brand new whatever uh, iPad but tomorrow guy is gonna have to pay for the bill and so this is a, a very helpful I think simple way of like trying to make it make sense is who's in charge in your brain you know who's in charge of your decisions is tonight guy in charge of all the decisions that you make live for whatever feels good right now live for whatever makes sense right now live for your pleasure center or is tomorrow guy in charge um, obviously you can see that whatever tonight guy does he needs to consider what effects this is going to have on tomorrow guy and I think that uh, I'll probably call the video something like that I don't know tonight guy versus tomorrow guy or who which guy are you living for who's in charge because tonight guy does whatever makes sense right now does whatever feels good right now does whatever the crowd is cheering him on to do but then tomorrow guy gets stuck with the bill or gets stuck with the body that doesn't want to cooperate you know i read in an article today that i don't know it was like 40 percent of people in america die from um from complications associated with oh here we go right here okay let me just read it to you um Where's my glasses? All right. According to a 2007 study in the New England, New England Journal of Medicine, 40% of all deaths are attributed to what behavioral researchers call poor self-regulation, the kind that causes 34 million Americans to continue to smoke and 70% to qualify as overweight or obese. Okay, so that's from time magazine they're quoting the new england journal 40 percent so almost half of all people are dying from you know consequences consequences that are because tonight guy was in charge with no thought as to what would happen to tomorrow guy so i think that's something for you to think about is just who's in charge tonight guy or tomorrow guy which which voice are you listening to something else to think about too is there's two kinds of foods that you're eating in life real food and junk food okay we all know what real food is real whole um, organic um, whatever you want to call it it's it's food the way it was designed to be eaten single ingredient food your oatmeal is oatmeal it's made from oats period okay um, but we all know that what happens is food in its natural state gets sent to laboratories and factories and they re-engineer that food and process it and pasteurize it and homogenize it and all these things that are done to foods in laboratories that will make it cheaper for the producer, make it last longer on shelves, make it taste better to our senses and but it's all been tampered with you don't find for example pop tarts in the wild okay you walk down the cereal aisle at the grocery store and you'll find everything except cereal what i mean is you'll find i mean everything except real healthy whole grain cereal 
what you'll find is highly processed um, extractions from food that are not in themselves really food. They have the, uh, the history of being at one time food, but it's only like the memory of being food. Now it's so processed that it is all but void of nutrition. So they enrich it with some kind of fake standardized vitamins they produce in a laboratory that don't do your body any good. And then they can say it's been enriched with vitamin B and all this stuff. But if they would have just left it alone and left it in its whole state, it would have been healthy for you. Now it's Pop-Tarts. And if you're eating Pop-Tarts, thinking that you're eating food, then you are, you've been fooled, okay? That is not food. That is junk food, junk food. You know, another word for junk is trash, okay? It's junk food. Now, we like it because we grow accustomed to sugar, fat, and salt, and so it tastes good to us. So one organ in your body, your tongue, gets to control what the whole rest of your body has to live with. Again, tonight guy gets to be in charge. And who cares about what tomorrow guy has to live with? And so you can shop down the aisles of life and find junk food. And a lot of people live on junk food and don't really eat any real good food. But it's not just true in relation to food. It's also true in a lot of other areas of life. Okay, what about in the area of relationships? Real relationships are the most enriching and rewarding of all relationships. But sometimes real relationships can be challenging. Real relationships require you to listen. They require you to pay attention. They require you to say you're sorry. They require you to give forgiveness. But see, you don't have to have real relationships in life. You can have junk relationships. And by junk relationships, we could mean things like just relationships that are separated between you and a computer monitor. And so you're interacting with people, you know, that are not really in your life. They don't really know you. All they know is what you what pictures you post. All they know is what videos you post. And so you have a relationship with them, but it's not a real relationship like somebody that you would live with or somebody you would live in close proximity to. So you can always what present just the best side of yourself to them and you only see what they present to you. Or even um, television is a junk relationship. So rather than go out and make real friends, you just watch friends. You just watch TV shows about people and community and soap operas or whatever they are, and you start letting them be the primary relationship um, in your life. And television controls a lot of people's lives. Do you know that statistically, if you want to be happy right now, this is in this magazine. If you want to be happy right now, watch TV. Watch TV is like eating junk food. It makes you feel good right now. But do you know that the happiest people across the board are not people that watch television or not watch much television? In other words, the more television you watch and consume, the less happy you will be as an individual, as a person. But in the temporary, if you want to be happy right now, you can turn the TV on and you'll feel happy. Just like when you drink a soda, it'll make you feel happy or eat a lot of chocolate. 
it'll make you feel happy. But over the long run, people who consume lots of soda, lots of candy, lots of Pop-Tarts, lots of high fat, high sugar foods are not going to probably be the healthiest people in the world. Although they may feel happy right now, it's not going to make long-term happiness. I think this whole world of sexual immorality is another place that's junk sex is what it is. It's junk. Real sexual relationship happens in a marriage. It happens between somebody who has committed themselves to be a giver to the other person. Not what can I get from you. Not what can I take from you. That's junk. And you don't even have to have an actual person in your life to have a junk sexual relationship through pornography and all the other stuff that exists out there in this world. It can all just be images. You know, it's not even real. And you know it's not real. So, tonight guy or tomorrow guy, which one's in charge? Next thing to think about is, are you living on a diet of junk food or real food in your life? And then the last thing is, is what you're doing in your life right now, is it something that will pay you back? Like an investment? Or is it something that you're going to have to pay for? Are you making investments with your life? Or are you running up the bill to things that are gonna, you're going to have to end up paying for in life? I think this is a, a helpful way to think, a challenging way to think about our habits. Because we are in control of our habits. We often take them for granted. We don't really think about them. But... Uh, if not careful, we can just go through the routine of life and habits without really asking, you know, is this habit working for me or is this habit working against me? Because anything you change in life and stick with it for just, I don't know, the research is like 30 days, 21 days. If you'll stick with something for just a couple of weeks, it can become a new habit in your life. And small changes over a long time can make a big difference in your life. As always, guys, be present to life. Don't miss what's right in front of you because you're paying attention to something else or you're not paying attention to what's in front of you. Take time to be there in what you're doing. Focus on what you're doing. And that includes your habits as well. Be present in your habits. Don't just let your habits control you, but you need to get in control of your habits. And you'll find that they'll start working for you. And start making a big difference in your life if you can get in control of them. What if, for example, you had the habit of every day reading for an hour? I'm not even just talking about reading the Bible, although that's a great place to start. But what if you just read, read not novels and all that, but information to help yourself grow? What a great habit for you to get into. And that can happen if you'll take, the, if you'll take initiative to make that change. All right, I'll see you guys next time. Have a great day.